create its amazing hurdle in the enjoyment and the fulfillment of a job because the compromise turned into overcompromising to say yes to an opportunity. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome to your Badass Journey podcast. Today's Achiever Arena chat. I'm excited to discuss this topic with you today because I'm finding it over and over and over again when people fall into compromise, they then manifest the compromised results at the end of that decision. And sometimes compromising makes sense, right? Because it means that you're accepting standards that are lower than desired, but could still maybe make you step forward slightly towards what it is you truly want. Like, for example, taking that first job out of college just to have experience, but really you you know in your heart you are destined for, for greatness, for more, for that higher level, but you know you have to take that stepping stone to get into that job. So you compromise a certain thing that you desire just to at least get some more experience and go into what's next. But then what happens once you actually compromise? When you compromise the role or the income you wanted to make for that role, the role and responsibilities that you end up doing, the experience you end up having, maybe you're compromising on who you're actually taking direction from. Like knowing that the manager that's hiring you only has the subset of skills that are going to help you push forward, but truly you could bypass them quickly with the work that you're doing, you take that compromising step up front and then you start doing the work, right? You start getting into the job. You start playing that role that you were hired for that was less than what you desired in the first place. What tends to happen? I've seen animosity create its amazing hurdle in the enjoyment and the fulfillment of a job because the compromise turned into overcompromising to say yes to an opportunity that was not 100% aligned with what it is you truly want and desire in your career life or in your business. Can you all relate to that? When you compromise, you're delaying the results you truly want for another time. And again, circumstances sometimes require that, but you have to keep your eye on that ultimate prize to figure out when you actually will make an uncompromising decision, when you will create an uncompromising opportunity, when you will stop leaning into excuses of why you cannot achieve all that you desire, and you actually step into uncompromising decision-making. Now, that doesn't mean being a complete hard-ass or even an a-hole on how you go after things, right? What this means is being truly clear on the intent of what you desire so that you're super clear on what you have to do to achieve it and then figure out the path 
to make it happen. Sometimes when you go through the work of that clarity, right, understanding where it is you're truly trying to go, what is that uncompromising life, business, career, you know, spiritual connection, what does that look like, that North Star, when you have clarity on what that is, then you're no longer making compromised decisions without intent. So a compromised decision with intent means you are super clear that this is a stepping stone to assist you in getting closer to the uncompromised way of being. Because we all have a learning path we need to go on in order to create those uncompromising moments. You agree? When you think about the, um, I'm just going to use career because this is a career management podcast. This is the area of expertise that I have. This is the when you need the breakthrough moments. And it's the most relatable because we've all had to figure out ways to produce an income to live the life we want, right? There's income production, and then there's fulfillment in the how we choose to earn the lifestyle that we want to live. And you know I'm all about that alignment. So when you think about when in your life you potentially took compromised decisions as steps to go into what's next, as steps to learn, to build up the credibility potentially. Like for example, in my career, when I was first starting out, I was a business graduate right out of school, moved to San Francisco, and I needed a job. I mean, it was like to afford the food and the clothing that I put on my back, I needed a job. So I was willing to compromise the industry I chose to work within in order to have more experience to build up my resume. That was the compromise I was making, but I had the ultimate goal of the corporate climb, the become the executive of a firm, um, but I still quite did not have the clarity of what type of company, what industry did I want to be a part of, what would light me up. I had no clue. I was super young and I was you know, new, fresh meat in trying to figure out what my career should look like. So I was all about just getting experience. And so I compromised on the industry. I also compromised knowing that I should earn a certain amount or I would like to earn a certain amount, but I compromised on accepting initial salaries that were offered to me for the experience. So I still had a win and there was still both parties were happy they hired a stellar, you know, worker bee that I was, and I was getting paid, you know, to, in order to manage my bills. I would say that I was in survival mode at the time, but it took those years of focus in that initial job right out of college to then start maneuvering with that experience, how I wanted to navigate my career. So I had more ammo in order to go towards more of an uncompromising decision in my next gig. But I'll tell you that truly when it came to my career and even the deals I do today in business, there's always going to be a mutual compromise to come to an evil, even playing field in order for both parties to succeed. I just happen to translate the compromising language into more of the value exchange, which you know I'm all about. But when you first start out, when you're first unsure, even when you're trying to jump into your new entrepreneurial venture, 
Maybe you're, we're working a side hustle and starting your own coaching program or service-based business, or even if you're doing design work on the side while you're still employed somewhere else to see what would it be like if you went out on your own. I'm sure you're making some compromise decisions on attracting a certain client base that might not be your ultimate clients just to get the experience, just to say and prove the model that you are capable of having this business that, um, or the side hustle that you desire. But then what happens on the other side when you compromise too much, you overcompromise. And that's what I want to really talk about because when we put ourselves in overcompromising decisions, we are then delaying what we're truly meant to go after. I believe we're tested all the time. Like, are you willing to compromise who you are in order to have a certain experience? Or are you willing to compromise um, your income, you know, what you truly deserve in order to pay, uh, that the earnings you deserve in order to figure out a new skill set? You know, like there's so many ways compromise shows up, but when you overcompromise, what happens? For me, overcompromising showed up as overachieving in areas trying to prove the worth of a really bad decision. So what does that look like? It basically looks like my health going to shit for the job that I was in to prove that I made a better decision than the compromised one I did in the first place. It shows up in having clients that I have to chase to make payments when upfront they told me it was going to be difficult to work with me one-on-one at the price point that I charge, at the investment that it would take to work with me. And then I compromised because I wanted to help them, but then it became a chase down of the invoicing process, which I know some of you listening have been through. And it is like the worst feeling when you put out so much value and yet their story is the one that's compromising your potential income. You know, overcompromising has its place, but it should be a very, 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 very small place in your life. Sometimes we overcompromise for family members because we love them. Sometimes we overcompromise in our relationships because maybe it's not as important to who we are or what we're trying to do as it is to our life partner. But I will encourage you to really assess are you making a compromise with a value exchange in mind where both parties win or are you overcompromising because you're trying to please the person on the other end or please that entity that's asking you to do something, thinking that it'll just come back to you tenfold later. Are you being the sacrificial lamb? As you know, anyone who has studied that side of spirituality knows those stories. Or are you somebody that truly believes in what you're destined here to do and understands the level at which you will compromise in order to receive some form of value in return? I encourage you to be aware of where you have compromised in life, like where you are feeling a little bit stuck or less than or unsure or even angry in certain circumstances when you're triggered 
because of someone else's behavior, I guarantee there's something behind it where you overcompromised, where you overextended yourself past something that you knew in your heart you should not have gone in that direction in the first place, but you did anyway. So how do we rectify overcompromising moments? You got to assess and you have to get clear on where the overcompromising moment happened and reframe what you would like to look like right now. Because that frustration that builds up over time when you overcompromise and and it leads to burnout, it leads to stress, it leads to discomfort in your life, in in your bank, in your body. That's when you know you've overcompromised past what you're truly intended to be and live and discover and create in this world today. So how do we rectify that? Number one, you have to identify where and when you overcompromise and accept the fact that you did. And literally make the statement, I have overcompromised you know, in this moment when I made X decision. And it has now created, step two is what did that create for you? And I want you to list all the things that you're grateful for that that overcompromising moment created for you. So it created the fact that you learned a new boundary about yourself, that you will never overcompromise in this way again. Grateful. It could be that you got an experience out of overcompromising to um, uplevel your skill set in something else. Grateful. It maybe created a new connection that actually reminded you that you should never overcompromise again. Grateful. So list out all the things you're grateful for in that overcompromising moment and see that there is still value in that overcompromising moment. However, we're now going to flip it to step three, which is what is the uncompromising version of this story? What would that look like? What would an uncompromising situation look like for you? What are the gains you really want to achieve out of this moment, out of these decisions? What do you need to change in order to create that uncompromising moment for you? Because I guarantee you outgrow uncompromising moments really fast. So if it has to do with your career, and let's say you've been kind of stuck, and I'm using my quotation hands, in this role, and you don't feel like you have a path into the what's next because of the blame game of it's your management, it's the the company you're with, it's the leadership team, it's everything else but you, you've compromised yourself so much that you forgot to look at the fact that you are 100% control of where you take your career, your business, and your life. But you've compromised so much to believe that everybody else's decision outweigh your own. We have to get to the root of those uncompromising moments so that they don't happen again in a consistent way. And that you actually can put a plan together to figure out the what's next, to figure out how you move into what you truly want. So we can find that alignment of what you love and what you do. So I encourage you to do this exercise and check in because if you're feeling any discomfort right now, whether it's in your career life, whether it's in your business, whether it's in how you're leading your team, maybe you know, how the company you're part of, there's like a discomfort that's saying, no, I deserve more. I should have more by now. I should have been X, Y, Z. Go back to those compromising moments and let's work on reframing them. Because when we reframe them, 
we can now charter a path for you to move towards what it is you truly want and stop blaming others for the circumstance you're in and start taking control again on what to do next to go and create that for you. Compromise is something that does create a value exchange. It's the level of value, though, that you need to receive in order to say that that compromise was worthwhile. So how can we turn your overcompromising moments into empowered moments and create that uncompromising life that you truly desire? You have to look at you first. You have to look at your decision process. And you really have to get clear on what it is you truly want so that when new things are offered to you, it's a quick yes or no, that it's a fit for where you're trying to go. So I hope today's session on uh, today's talk on compromise sparks some thought for you, sparks some action, sparks some introspective work, which you know I love doing, and uh, helps you expand how you actually go towards decisions in the future and how you actually build that career, that business, that life you truly desire, and really find alignment of what you love with what you do. And as you know, I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions, if this helped you get some clarity on what it is you need to go after, what you need to change, et cetera, let me know. I would love if you could post a review, if you share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it, it means the world to me. And so I really appreciate your listening today. And I love connecting with you across all platforms. So please reach out if I can be of any service. I hope you have an amazing day. And I really appreciate being part of your badass journey. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.